This episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce is brought to you by Inked and Geeked. Come on out and see us. You can party with the Inked and Geek girls at the official after parties. Also, there's going to be four days of nonstop tattooing, art, and cosplay. Over $500 in cash prizes and awards for cosplay contests. Also, Geek Goddesses, Burlesque Show with special guests and host Gothic Sushi will be there. Miss Comics and Miss Tattoo Fest Beauty Pageant on Sunday. Also, there'll be tattoo contests and awards. Celebrity horror film guests like Tony Mora, Jay LaRose, John Dugan, Robert Lasardo appearing in films such as Chainsaw Massacre, Halloween, Human Centipede 3, and Saw. And artists from hit TV shows like Sci-Fi's Face Off and Ink Masters. And the pro wrestler Golden Links himself, Lince Dorado from the WWE. Also, the be comic and tattoo vendors and photo ops with guests and more. Also appearing Geeked and Ink Girls, Brie Bangarang, Brianna Blackfire, Bailey Bay Cosplay, Daisy Chang Cosplay, Emily Ostrom, Ivy Cosplay, Little Ludus, Murder Doll Ivy, Rage Cosplay, Siren Croft Cosplay, Sushi Yvette, and your host, Gothic Sushi herself, Maria Saber. And that's all going down March 16th through the 19th, 2017 at the Bradington Area Convention Center. And don't forget to tell them that the Happy, Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce sent ya. Grove Roots Brewing Company, the official beer sponsor of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. Find them in downtown Winter Haven, Florida. They're also on Facebook.com forward slash Grove Roots Brewing and GroveRoots.com. Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. Hello, Antoinette. Yeah, we back in the fact. Don't know you had a long day, but let us inject. Sit back, relax, and have some cold beer. Gotta pay a few bills. Yeah, we're all clear. And it's Deuce on the loose. You know the tag team champion. We get the biggest pop when we hit the ramp. The outlaws of the new age. And we still got love for the retro ways. You know, Nintendo. Sega Genesis, so many systems, your dreamcast and reminisce. So pull back the curtain and hit the booth, cause it's the happy hour podcast with Johnny and Duke. Yeah. Hello, internets. My name is Johnny Womack. Of course, I have my main man, my co-captain on this wild ride. Deuce. What's going on, man? Hey, man, we're the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. We're a twice-weekly podcast. Drop in on Tuesdays and Fridays for your listening pleasure. And, of course, uh, before we get into our special guest, we have uh, something else special oh, to talk about. Oh, man, I got to tell you what. We're actually trying tonight. It's the, it's called The Porter because he hasn't come up with a name for it yet. Right. It's a brand-new beer from Grove Roots. Really tasty. Uh, really, really tasty. I like it because it's smooth, but it's got a sweet taste to it. It does. I mean, it's definitely it's dark. It's it's it it's so dark it looks like you ain't unlocked the character yet in the video game. You know what I mean? <laughs> like <laughs> like it, it it is definitely a dark ale, but I mean I love it. It's got a great great taste to it. Um, it's just it's really really good. It's um, awesome. It's got a six point two alcohol content. Also this evening we tried the Whoopsie Daisy, which was uh basically it was an um, American version. Of the Rind and Shine, uh, which was really good, a nice sweet, uh, uh, I guess you'd call it an ale. Um, but I, I really liked it because, like I said, it kind of tasted like Sprite and orange juice mixed together. Yeah, it's good. So it was sweet, it had a good flavor, and of course, my personal favorite, the 
um, Boat Days IPA, which we had, which is always a good time. Mm -hmm. And especially, speaking of good times, when you go to Grove Roots, make sure uh, you check out their flights, man. It, it, they give you four samples. It's seven bucks. And what I like is they put them in order. They say you should drink this one first, this one second, this one third, this one fourth. So kind of like you know which order to drink them in, which is exactly. always always a good time. Also, they got koozies, posters, awesome uh, t-shirts, shirts, stuff, yeah. glasses. Oh, I love that shirt. That yeah. shirt is in heavy, heavy rotation now. Yeah. Um, so you definitely want to check it out. Also, speaking of checking out, this Sunday, which is Big Game Sunday, Mike Motes Dioka is going to be at Grove Roots from uh, 2 to 5. Uh, he's going to be doing acoustic sets. You want to go check that out. And also, you know, stick around and watch some of the big game. Yep. Or uh, if you want to go, if you're having a, a, a party at your house, it would be great to go and get your growlers filled and take them home for the big game. Um, yep. So you definitely want to do that. Bring your growlers, get them filled up because, man – the Growlers is where it's at, man. Like, I love going to Grove Roots. I love drinking, but I also love being able to take my Growler, fill it up, go home, you know, play some video games, watch some football, you know, do some stuff at the house, and have some of Joe's delicious, delicious beers from Grove Roots. Yeah. So yeah. Definitely go to Grove Roots um, and yep. check them out on Facebook and groverootsbrewing.com yep. and tell them the happy hour of Johnny Deuce sent you. Yep, and it's facebook.com forward slash groverootsbrewing, groverootsbrewing.com, and they're downtown at 302 3rd Street Southwest, Winterham, Florida. So, like Johnny said, go and see him and tell them the happy hour of Johnny Deuce sent you. Awesome. And so you heard a chuckle earlier. Uh, we have yet again by popular demand our great friend, our Nintendo around-the-world columnist, journalist, we have from the Optional Opinion Podcast and the World 1-1 Podcast, we have Eddie V, a.k.a. Eddie Varnell. Welcome back to the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. Oh, it's so great to be back, you guys. Thank you so much. Yeah, we had a great time in episode uh, the last episode talking about the Nintendo Switch. So hopefully you've checked that episode out. And if you have any comments on that, please send us a line, hhpodcastshow at gmail.com. But now we get to have a little uh, little lightning round, a little potpourri of patio, as dudes likes to yeah, call it. Potpourri of patio. <laughs> We're going to talk about whatever under the sun. And I actually want to start off by asking, what are you guys playing right now? Let's start off with Eddie V. What are you playing right now? What games you got? Oh, what have I been playing? Um, I did get Resident Evil Seven, mm. um, but I have not played it yet. I had I had to just wait for it to install because um, I started playing Borderlands Two. Um, I beat that on PS3, but I got the collection on the Handsome PS4. Jack collection. Um, yeah, uh, I've been into The Last Guardian. Oh, and I have got to say, I I know that it took ten years to develop. And you see it in the graphics and Trico's behavior. I'm really loving this game. Um, I, I do a series called The Moment on skirmishfrogs.com where I write about old video games and how they how I play a part in my life and in my childhood. And I just wrote about Secret of Evermore because The Last Guardian reminds me of that game. And there's um, and this is not so much so much a story spoiler uh, about the Last Guardian, but there's a part where Trico and your protagonist, this little boy, they jump this area, and uh, Trico lands in this water, and uh, he sits down, and starts rolling in the water, like taking a bath in it, and we're just like, I thought he was in the water, and the it looks like a dog jumping in, uh, just jumping in some water and rolling around. <laughs> like the end, like the behavior, the animations are spot on. I'm, I'm really, really loving this game. Um, I've been playing Watch Dogs 2, finishing that up. 
uh, like getting small stuff. Um, I popped in Gears of War 4. Uh, kind of just want to get some of the collectibles that I missed. Um, what else have I been playing? Uh, Professor Layden versus Phoenix Wright on 3DS. Um, I picked that. Uh, I've been. I'm at the last part of the case that I'm about to finish, and then hopefully my uh, Puzzle and Dragons, the Super Mario Puzzles and Dragons, come in so I can start playing that. And I still have not started my Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> Sun and Moon. That's still in the works. Uh, but Resident Evil Seven is going to be my next game that I'm going to be playing. Definitely let us know how that is. I'm very intrigued by that game as well. So yeah, this. I mean, so. we always it always seems like when we talk, the three of us always have a backlog of games that oh, we're. Oh man, uh, so I'm. You know. right now. So, Deuce, what have you been playing lately, sir? Well, I just got done playing Quantum Break, which, dude, if <gasps> if you got an Xbox One, you got to get down on that. That game was fucking phenomenal, man, and it was. My, my, my friend has my copy, and I'm so I brought that on day one, and I really want to start that game. You, you haven't played it yet. You know, my friend, he wanted to use it, so I let him borrow it. Oh, man. Well, you're a good friend. That was nice of you. (laughs) Uh, I got it. I got it actually Best Buy. I got it used for like nine bucks. So I couldn't, yeah, like I couldn't say anything bad about it. I loved it, but like the way it mixes a television show and a video game and a hybrid, like to me, I see that as like the future of video games because it's like instead of having these CGI cutscenes, just. Have legit mm-hmm. acted out with actors' cutscenes. It makes it a lot better. It keeps you in the story, and then knowing that certain things you did in the game actually affected the story. Because depending on what you do, it'll actually affect like the TV show. So like if you do this one thing over here, you know it'll affect the TV show. Or if you don't do that thing, or if you forget to do it, or if you don't find that secret, like it affects the TV show. I, that shit was wild, man. I was like, this is really good. Plus, it's from the, the people that made, uh, you know, Max Payne, all the Max Payne games, which I love, uh, Remedy Studios. So, like, I, yeah. man, I loved it. I played that game for a begin to end, completely enjoyed it. So now I'm kind of getting in the backlog of games I got at Black Friday. So I've been playing Mad Max, which is really, really good. Way better than I thought I'd be, especially for a game I bought for $10. I'm like, this is... This game's a lot of fun. I'm having fun with it. I'm thinking about jumping into uh, a Deuce X, the new one. Uh, Deus X. Deus X. Deus I always X. call it Deuce X. Yeah, because you're going to put your name in it. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. I, I got that. Yeah, I got that for Black Friday, and I haven't started yeah. that and Mafia I need to start yeah, up. Yeah, so, like, I've got that I need to start up. I've got WWE 2K17. I haven't started up now, yet. No, you beat Mafia 3. I did beat Mafia 3. Mafia 3 was fucking fabulous, man. Like, you got to play that. Yeah, I cannot wait. I, I want to get to the KKK mission. Dude, so the KKK <laughs> mission, I had a smile from ear to ear just lighting those motherfuckers up. I, like, <laughs> like, I spent some extra time. I might have teabagged a couple of them. Like, like I spent can some I, extra time on that. Like, can I... Can I tell you when they showed that they were, when they like made that as one of the uh, headlines and like on these truck toy that made me want to get the game. Like I didn't have not saying I didn't have no interest in Mafia Three, but it's like yeah, you get to uh, burn the KKK day one purchase. I need yep. to get this game. Yeah, like it, dude, I'll Friday. tell you what, I had so much fun playing that game, and it, like when it came out, I knew I was gonna like it because I like the other Mafia games, and I don't know what it is. When I was younger, I hated. Uh, 
sandbox games because they were so they weren't linear like they gave me too much shit to do when i was add and i couldn't deal with it but now that i'm older <laughs> i really like them because like you get a game like that and you'll put 20 30 hours in and i'm like okay well then that's a good purchase all oh, the music's phenomenal I, I keep telling johnny i gotta bring it over him for, here for him to borrow because it's basically like in fake new orleans so like you'll get love it because mm -hmm. you're you know born and raised in new orleans yeah but like it's really cool but i also really like like it tells a lot of things racially about that time and what was going on and like some of that shit speaking to what's going on right now pretty heavy and it's like you know this is a game to play and like actually learn something from not just bang bang shoot shoot kill kill like like there's some like real like story moments in this there's some good beats in it and you can learn a lot from it so i really enjoyed that i played the hell out of that and now it's basically playing mad max deciding if i want to jump in deuce x or if i want to jump in metal gear solid 5 because i've got that from last back black friday i still haven't played yet so yeah yeah um I also I forgot to mention I got Dishonored too. Did I need to start? I need to, I want to really want to. Oh, play that. see, it's funny you say that. Our good buddy and big shout out to him, uh, Sean from Grapple Maniacs. He said, "Hey man, uh, do you got any interest in playing uh, Dishonored?" I'm like, "Well, maybe. What's up?" And he's like, "I got a free code for it for the Xbox One for the remastered." <gasps> he's like, "I ain't gonna touch it. You want it?" I'm like, "Yeah." So I installed it. So I've got like the whole like because I never played the first one. Um, on my xbox sitting there you know ready to go and i got that the, the collection you were just talking about that borderlands 2 handsome, handsome jack, jack collection yeah. yeah so i like i've got a backlog of stuff to play it's me lately it's been like which one's gonna pop you know which one am i gonna sink my teeth into and really enjoy so far it's been the uh the mad max just because it's almost like a cross between the arkham knight games and like twisted yeah. metal, so it's like you got that hand-to-hand -hand combat that's really smooth and fluid, like the Arkham Knight games. But then you can get in the car and go bust shit up, and I'm like, that's fucking cool too. <laughs> so, you know, you got a little bit of everything. Well, it's interesting you talk about the Mad Max game because that's the that's the game I definitely want to check out because it's made by uh, Avalanche Studios, who the people that made Just Cause. It's their other tier uh, team that that was making it, and people were like, hey, it's actually pretty decent. Uh, but Avalanche, you know, that's another game, too, you need to check out. It's Just, just Cause, Cause 3. three. I heard Everybody that, I heard, said it was good. Uh, yeah. I, uh, what, what do you think, Eddie? Because I trust you. I, Me and you actually kind of had the same taste in games, usually. So, uh, You could just wait for that to get go to 5 bucks. Just Cause 3, I'm just like, this is... I guess it's fun and funny, but... Uh, Not for you. At the... Yeah, Mafia Three, Sleeping Dogs. Yeah, is way well, see, that's the next one. Thing. The next one that's on my purchase list, minus the games that I've got on my pre-order list, is Watch Dogs mm -hmm. Two. But I'm waiting for it to go down to like twenty, thirty bucks, where I can get it for a good price, and I'll pick it up. Um, but actually, it's really, it's really good. Like this, this is what Watch Dogs One should have been. Watch Dogs Two is phenomenal. It really, everybody heard said great things, it's phenomenal. Yeah. It's good. It plays really well. It's just. I've got so much in my backlog already that I'm like, I'm not just, I don't know what it is. Like, I'm just not running out to get anything new. Plus, it's like two weeks. It's uh, Halo Wars 2 and then that Event Horizon game. And then I still don't even know what I'm going to do. About Horizon Zero Dawn. Horizon Zero Dawn. And I don't know what I'm going to do about the Ghost Recon uh, Wildlands because I want to get that. But I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to wait. I'm, yeah, I'm going to do that one for one. I'm going to, uh, cause since I already, 
uh, since I don't really got no space on my PS4, um, I'm just going to do that one for one. Uh, for Xbox uh, One, you're going to get a, a Ghost Recon Wildlands for Xbox One? It's Good, because then I know at least I got one person to play with, because everybody said you really need to do like four-person co-op. So at least it means you yeah. can run missions together. It makes me feel a lot better about buying it. So, Ubisoft, get your stuff together. Stop giving me this horrendous server, man. So, uh, because reason I say that, if your if the server drop or your Xbox Live drop, like your internet drop on Xbox One for Watch Dogs Two, it would slow down your game to almost fifteen frames per second. Whoa. It would, it would literally study your game, and you would have to take the almost uh, cut the system off, take the game out, get your internet back up, uh, try to get your Xbox Live to recognize it. Hopefully, Ubisoft services running in order to make the game start running again. Wow! So be aware about well, that. I so a little public be, service so announcement. Thank from you Eddie for v. that. And actually, I want to ask your question on something because I've got two games that are in my backlog that I haven't really messed with much. One is. Um, uh, Team or Titanfall 2 because I played the single player and I got about a third of the way through and I, I don't know what it was. It just wasn't like it just wasn't hit me, you know. Like I like the multiplayer, but the single player was just like this just isn't really like I'm not biting down on it, you know what I mean? Like I'm not really getting into it. So that might be one I jump back into and the other one might be the Call of Duty because I, I got the Call of Duty and I got the Modern Warfare Remastered and I haven't played either of the mm -hmm. single players on those two and they're still sitting there, so uh, okay, uh, Johnny, do you want to answer that, or do you want me to answer? Both. That? We'll take oh, both. We're, we're both going to say Titanfall two, but uh, yeah, yeah, that that game is amazing. Um, yeah. Uh, is that all you got? No, say no, I'll let you. I'll let you go ahead. You're a guest. I'll let you expound <laughs> on that. Okay. Um, Titanfall two has the best first person shooter storyline. Is I think it's it's kind of one of the best FPSs of 2016. Because of the movement and the fluid fluidity of you just making sure that you're on the run, it, and being with BT, the, the, the relationship, storyline, the relationship is so so good. When you play Infinite Warfare, you'd be like, "This is pitiful." Yeah. As a single player game, like it shows how <laughs> dated that is. How how quickly you could die in the game or no more. Like, like it's so cliche and it's so painful by the numbers that you should be like, you guys didn't even, you guys copy and paste and send this off as a kindergarten gift and thought this was going to win the science game or the, the sci-fi uh, game of the year. The, yeah. And it is not like I could go back and play ET for the Atari and have better fun than playing Infinite Warfare. Well, that, like, that's good title. to know because I think what I am going to do is jump into it because it's uh, mild spoiler alert because in the beginning, I finally got through the first couple levels and I got to where you start getting like the time jump where you get the little watch where you kind of yeah. jump back and forth through time. And that's... Then you're like you're literally halfway done with the game. Oh, yep. really? Okay. So, yeah. Then yeah. I need to keep pushing through and go ahead and finish because well, it's been okay. It's just not – I don't know. Like, I couldn't sink my teeth into it. Well, I think I think the problem, Deuce, is, like, you're maybe you're not looking at the story hard enough because, like, I felt like that's what kept me drawing. It wasn't the gameplay. Gameplay was fine. Yeah. But, like, I, I, I was just, like, I was laughing at all the jokes because it was all dry humor and BT was very literal and, like – I just I, I the way they played off each other was fantastic. The boss fights were kind of were crazy and over the top, and like yeah. just the way you were in there and you were learning how to play the game. Like you 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 pretty much encounter every single weapon in the game in the yeah. in the single player campaign. It was smooth. It was great. The level design was fantastic. The wall jumping, everything was just 
spot on. I agree with Eddie. I think it's one of the best first-person shooter single-player storylines I've heard. I mean, I, I've seen in a long time. And, you know, obviously I haven't played all of the single-player uh, Call of Duty games, but I, I was playing the Black Ops games. Those are pretty good. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, Deuce, but, but Deuce, you're more of like, you know, you just want to get in and get out, right, when it comes to Call of Duty. Because you, well, you, can, yeah, spend, yes and no, you can spend hours playing the multiplayer. But like you're me, not. I could jump in multiplayer and play six hours and be super happy. But yeah. lately, like, I've been spending a lot of time at home, especially, like I just talked to you about, I've been out of work for a whole week because I had the flu. Um, you know, so I want games that I can like jump in. It's got a good story and stuff, but I think what I probably need to do is jump in Team Fortress or not Team Fortress, Titanfall 2 and just go ahead and finish it. Now that you said that I'm like halfway through the campaign, I probably only got yeah. four to six hours left if I'll just hunker down and, you know, bust it out. Envied yeah. It. Yeah. Um, I-, I think the thing a lot of, uh, what a lot of people don't realize is that it doesn't do the period piece or flashback piece that most that past FPS games have played. All the levels are connected to tell this story. Yeah. So um you know you haven't seen that a lot in a lot of first person shooters. No. So that uh that's what I kind of enjoy about it because you to me like the person who voiced um the person who well no that was uh that was Destiny Nolan North I can't be, I, I cannot believe that I said I want him to voice a robot in Star Wars the next Star Wars movies that's a big thing for me <laughs> I think Johnny you could tell yep. do some about that later on yep. um but the the voice acting for uh for BT and uh the main character Cooper just, yeah Cooper yeah it's just so spot on like. Like there's just so much for it from it, and the music's and, fantastic too. Like the score, yeah. like it's it's awesome. Um, yeah. And I also I actually really like the multiplayer. Um, I'm actually that's it. See the thing is like Call of Duty. I only play Call of Duty, uh, Black Ops one and two because I had friends that played the zombie zombie horde mode, and but uh-huh. I never really kind of got into those games. I've never been a huge online uh, player. But, like, something clicked with me with, like, the first Titanfall game I really liked. And then Titanfall 2, it's just, like, I, I play it pretty much every every week. Uh, I'm playing and having a good time. Um, I, I usually just play attrition or whatever. But, like, uh, I just I enjoy playing it. And I, I feel like I got my money's worth out of it because the single-player campaign was fantastic. Uh, the multiplayer is great. Um, I just I had a really great time with the game. I'm still playing it, too. So, um, but, yeah. So, yeah, Titanfall, Titanfall 2 is... I don't know. I see the thing is, if I juxtapose that to Call of Duty, Call of Duty really or Battlefield, I couldn't get into Battlefield, uh, the new Battlefield game. I tried that; it wasn't my cup of tea. Like you, I just felt like I was getting sniped the whole time, and it, that's not. I don't mm-hmm. want to die every two seconds. That's not my, it, you know. It 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 looks thrown together. Mm-hmm. Like I can't tell what the story. I don't know who the protagonist is. I don't know what this is about. It looks like a conjured mess. Right. I, well, I definitely want to get it just because of the fact everybody said that the, the single-player campaign is good. But it's one of those games, like, when I can get it for 20 bucks, I'll pick it up just to play the, the yeah. single-player. You know, like, I'm not rushing out to play it right now because I give two shits about the multiplayer for Battlefield because the maps are too big, you get sniped like a motherfucker, you got to run across the map to finally get to the action, and when you get to the action, some jackass just pops you. And it's like... Great. Now I got to spend the next ten minutes running to the battle and then get popped again. It's like fuck that. You know, I got better things to do. Yeah. 
Dice Dice was so is so worried about physics and how beautiful it looked that they forget about the gameplay. They always do that in the Battlefield series. Um because Battlefield it happened in Battlefield three. Uh uh I know they didn't do Medal of Honor did they do Medal of Honor two? Uh I remember who did Medal of Honor two. I'm not uh, sure. That was a whole broken mess of a game. But like Battlefield Three was born, Battlefield Four is born. Uh, Hardlines I have on my system, but I just need to play it. That's probably gonna be born. I'm just like, come on, like, stop talking about how great your game looks, and actually make a game that has a a great storyline and your gameplay is interesting. Well, let, and they don't the, they don't have. Let that. me tell you this: I really liked Battlefield Hardline just because of the single mm-hmm. player, because it actually plays like a Netflix series. So, like, each stage is an episode, and literally when you get to the end, it gives you the boot-up screen. Like, when you, you know when you end episode Netflix, and it's like, you know, yeah. it's got the next episode in the corner, and it's got the credits rolling, and it gives you all your stats and everything. And then, like, it'll give you 20 seconds, and it'll go, like, to the next episode. It'll even go, like, previously on Hardline, and it'll tell you, like, the stuff you need to know going to the next episode from, you know, other chapters you played like i really liked it for single player and if you've already got it downloaded give it a shot i mean it for me it was a fun eight hours like it was a fun like eight hour playthrough and i enjoyed it it was something i could sink my teeth into because i liked the actors i liked the story like it gave you a really good it gave you a good story but like you're right like the battlefield i can't remember i think it was battlefield 4 was the one that came out at launch for the ps4 okay uh, no that yeah. was battlefield 4 you're yeah. right yeah. Like, when it came out, like, it had a single player, but that single player was hunk shit. Like, it was like, let's throw something together so we can say we've got a single player campaign, and that was it. And then Battlefield 1, I just like World War One personally as a history buff, so I'm like, I want to play the single player. care less about playing multiplayer. So when it gets down 20, 10, 20 bucks, I'll do it, but, um, you know. But, Johnny, what have you been playing? Well, so I... I've been playing uh, Titanfall 2, of course. Uh, I got, I bought Overwatch uh, from you, so I've been playing Overwatch a lot, um, and so I really, really enjoy that game on PS4. Uh, and then, of course, I've been playing um, uh, No Man's Sky. I got it for Christmas from a friend, and uh, I'm actually really enjoying No Man's Sky, even though uh, the the original launch was often maligned. Uh, but I, I like the exploration uh, aspects of it. But my main game I'm playing right now is Final Fantasy 15. Uh, that's my main go-to game. Ah. So uh, I'm actually really enjoying it. It's not it's not very linear. It's not like you ha- like 13 was so linear that you were literally walking in a straight path for like 20 hours. Uh, and this game you could branch off, do different things, side quest uh, galore. So it felt like a realized. Uh, RPG, open world. open world RPG, uh, and I'm playing it in the Japanese voices too. They give you that option to play the Japanese voice cast oh. with subtitles. Which I'm an anime anime purist. I always watch anime uh, with subtitles and, and the Japanese voice. So when I saw that I had that option in the, on the game, I was like, yeah. So it, it, the the acting is phenomenal. Voice acting, it looks great. Uh, it plays great. Uh, it, the the uh, gameplay loop is awesome because I love the way the the combat mechanics are. They it's excellent. The bounty system is awesome. Um, I'm really enjoying it. I'm, I have about I'm not that far in. I'm only like six hours in, but it's can yeah. I, can I tell you how guilty I am? I have Final Fantasy 15 Xbox One, 
and I beat the tutorial, and that was it. <laughs> okay, well, yeah, once you get past that, man, you'll really enjoy it, I promise. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I see the movie, which is, I don't know what the word that was. but um, It was pretty looking. Yeah, I had... <laughs> Yeah, it was pretty looking. Um, the story was confusing. That's all ever. But it's a Final Fantasy game, so that's that's supposed to be expected. But yeah, I gotta get more into Final Fantasy 15 because I was kind of hyped for that. Yeah, it's I, really good. It's so. fun to play, and that's what I wanted. You know, I, I didn't. You know, you could sink. You could sink. You could beat like the main campaign. What I hear, like in 60 hours. Uh, but you also can, you know, play for over 100 hours with all the side quests and everything. And then they then they just added a new game plus mode, so you can add another 30, 40 hours just for that. And new bosses, and it just you keep on playing, you keep on. I mean, it, there's a lot of content there, and that's what I want because I haven't had a meaty RPG in a while. So it's uh, you know, that's it's definitely uh, it's scratching that itch for me. But it's also more accessible because it's action based. I mean, you could do a wait mode where it's like turn based. Sort of, but I don't play it that way. I play the action where I'm just like continuously, you know, uh, hitting buttons and and you know have my teammates do attacks and and the music's actually really really good. It's actually surprisingly how good the music is because it's not done by Nobuo Uematsu, uh, but it's done by uh, the composer. I'm trying to remember her name. It's a female composer, but she's done uh, RPGs in the past for Nintendo, uh, and really really well done. The music is fantastic. Uh, and I like I like the characters. I think the characters are interesting, uh, and I actually care about what happens, you know. And that was the problem I had with thirteen is I didn't care at all what was happening to anybody. But with fifteen, I actually care, uh, and it's fun to play. So it's not the best game I've ever played, no, but it's definitely better than I thought it was going to be. Let's just say that it's it's really enjoyable. Well, let me ask you a question, just because the way you just described it, as somebody that hasn't played Final Fantasy in like yep. forever, you can pick it up and little, play. Um, it's. It sounds like to me you're saying it's kind of like Grand Theft Auto meets Final Fantasy because it's open world. You can kind of go do what you want when you want to do it. Once you you know do the tutorial but, and right. unlock a couple things, you can mm-hmm. kind of just go and do what you want. You would be able to pick it up no problem because it's it's action based. Make yeah. first and as, as long, once you learn the action combos, it's it's easy. It's yeah. uh, I mean not easy, but like it's understandable. Like you know how to play. It's nuanced. Yeah. yeah it, I, actually, I think yeah. it's a really great. F- I mean, obviously uh, Eddie and I are old school. Uh, uh, Final Fantasy fans, we we love the old school Super yeah. Nintendo ones. But like, if you're just getting into the series, this is, I mean, it's easy to pick up. I mean, it really is. I, yeah. I think, I, I, you know, I'll probably just let you borrow my copy. Uh, I may so end up doing that. You should just borrow because, my copy. Yeah. It's, uh, I think you'll really like it. Because I, I, I definitely well, want to play it. Because everybody said it's a lot of fun, and even some old school Final Fantasy heads have come back. But they have and like played it and said like this is really good. They have like, Easter eggs in there too for fans like us that have been playing forever. Like that you can get full music soundtracks for your car. So you can listen to the entire Final Fantasy One soundtrack in, in original form in your car. I was like, nice. nice. You can find the soundtracks. I mean, they got all kinds of stuff. Uh, but it's the now, game. Johnny, yeah. uh, when you give him your when you give Deuce your Final Fantasy fifteen, you better have Final Fantasy twelve the Zodiac sign. Because I'm going to be looking at you to make sure that you have your copy. Because I'm buying that game on day one. Final Fantasy 12 is oh, I can't wait for that game to come out. Yeah, definitely. So, now what system is that coming out on? Uh, PS4. Okay. Now, I guess I, I must have missed something because 13 came out. So, what is this Zodiac sign? Final Fantasy. 
Um, this uh, Final Fantasy twelve uh, Zodiac sign is, or the Zodiac family, whatever it's called. Um, it's a, a HD version that came out for PS two. Uh, so, cause Final Fantasy twelve was the last Final Fantasy game on PS two. It's like a, a MMO style RPG. This is when they first started changing the combat for um, system for it. Um, and it's huge. Like you literally could spend eighty to ninety hours trying to collect. Everything. Now, is this a single be, player game or an MMO where you're yeah, playing with other people? It's a, a, it's a uh it's a single player game, but you got three two hundred people in your party. So um, now those are like uh, people in your party, like computer people, not like live yeah. people. Okay. Yeah. Um, it, it's a really good game. It, you could check it out on YouTube and stuff. Um, but it, it's a huge game because I I think Final Fantasy 15 you probably could beat what within two or three weeks, depending on how much you play it. Johnny. Final Fantasy 15 you can beat the main campaign in 60 hours. Um, and then you you to beat all the side quests is 100 hours. It's 100 hours. Okay. So it is a big game. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, but yeah, Final Fantasy. It's a remake of uh, not well, not a remake, just an HD version of the PS2 classic, and it was huge when it came out. Uh, people really loved the cast, really liked the story. You actually get to fight Sid, who was uh who was the main character in, or a main player in all Final Fantasy uh, games because he's like the air person who handles yeah, the travel. He's in fifteen as well. So, oh he yeah, is. spoilers. Oh, no, Sorry, it, spoilers. It, yeah. He's in fifteen as well. But I thought that was his daughter. No, no, he's in it too. Name. His daughter named Cindy. Um, but he, yeah, okay. he's but he's in it as well. So, yeah, he's yeah. In it. okay. So, the, which is cool. Yeah, um, yeah. The the city twelve is evil. His 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 battle was harder than the front than the final. So boss. let's <laughs> like let's I'm, make sure we understand the audience at home. What's the name of this game again? Final Fantasy Dissidia twelve. No, Final Fantasy Twelve, the Zodiac sign. And that is a pretty much an H D port of Final Fantasy Twelve for PS two? Yeah. Okay. So you can go it it is so people that missed the game, this is a good way for them to, to, to catch that game that they missed. Yeah. Yeah, and everybody's been wanting this remake uh since they did for like Final Fantasy ten H D and next two. They everybody's been wanting twelve to make get the H D treatment. When, when uh is it out already or when did it come out? No, it's it's. I think it's coming out this summer. Like okay, this so it's a game. Summer. It's not out yet, but it's coming. So definitely stay tuned yeah. for that. And also, what you need to stay tuned for is our awesome sponsors. So we'll be right back with the happy hour with Johnny and Deuce. This episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce is brought to you by Sci-Fi Bartow. Brought to you by Main Street Bartow, and of course by the host Lori and, and Sean Serdinsky. And, of course, it's going to be Saturday, February 18th from 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. in the beautiful downtown of Bartow, Florida. And, of course, you've got special guest Scott Finster is going to be headliner, Rusty Harrell, which is a Star Trek expert, Joel D. Winecoop, our good friend, and a Jedi Knight Training Academy. Also, the 501st will be there in full force. You don't want to miss that. There's going to be 100 science fiction vendors live. Also, if you want to be a vendor, don't forget to go and check them out on Facebook at Sci-Fi Bartow if you're interested in being a vendor this year. Also, there'll be music, there'll be two costume contests, and there'll be a television themed car show, which is over two blocks, including Knight Rider, Dukes of Hazard, General Lee, the Trans Am from Smokey and the Bandit, 
and the pizza delivery truck from Toy Story. And of course, because this is Super Sci-Fi Barto, there will be lots of superhero-themed motorcycles, and there will be a prize for the car show. Also, the Game Master Nick will be hosting television-themed game shows during the day, and there will be discussions all day and panels, including Doctor Who and secret celebrity guests showing up from 11 a.m. till 8.30. Also, at the end of the night, they'll be showing Avengers on a two-story movie wall. You don't want to miss it. And also, if you want to bring the kids, it's a great event for the family. There's kids' activities, including bounce houses and rock'em, sock'em robots. And all the downtown businesses will be opening, selling delicious food, everything from coffee to sandwiches. You don't want to miss it. Who else is going to be there, Johnny? We're going to have Maria Saber of Gothic Sushi. We're going to have Michael Carey of Michael Carey's Fine Art, as well as Josh Bauer of JB Designs and AJ Productions. Come and see your boys at Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce live at Super Sci-Fi Barto 2017. Don't miss it, and it's totally free! This episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce is brought to you by RetroGameTreasure.com Get real retro games for the old school consoles you love delivered to your door every month. They have consoles like the NES, Super Nintendo, Genesis, PlayStation 1, Game Boy, Game Boy Advanced, and more. Tell them the type of games you like and what games you already own so you don't get duplicates. You even get a wish list. It's not a rental service. And best yet, you keep the games. Use promo code HAPPYHOUR and save $2 off your first month. Learn more at RetroGameTreasure.com and don't forget to tell them that the Happy Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce sent you. And we're back with a happy hour with Johnny and Deuce. We are, and you want to check out AG at Productions. They're perfect for parties, weddings, bar mitzvahs, quinceaneras. Keep an eye out for their upcoming film, The Corridor. They're going to be at Sci-Fi Bartow. Also, they're going to be at Inked and Geeked. You don't want to miss that because I'm going to be there live. You can check them out at facebook.com forward slash A-G-I-A-T-T Productions, LLC. Also, don't forget to check out Michael Carey Art, and that's Michael, M-A-C-H-A-E-L, Carey, C-A-R-E-Y, Art, A-R-T, dot com, and Facebook.com, forward slash Michael Carey, dot art. Check out his amazing art, and his also his amazing prints. He also does commissions. He's as well going to be at Sci-Fi Bartow. He's working on a commission for me, which I cannot wait for you guys to see. I'm putting it in my living room. It's going to be amazing. And also JB Designs. Check out his two new different fairy series he's got going on. He's going to be at Sci-Fi Bartow, which is actually going to be only one of his two shows this year. The other one he's doing is Tampa Bay Comic Con. Uh, you definitely want to check it out. You can find him on social media and his online shop at Josh, J-O-S-H, Bauer, B-A-U-E-R, artist, A-R-T-I-S-T dot com, and also Facebook.com forward slash J-B Designs, and it's spelled with a Z, D-E-Z-I-G-N-S. Uh, go check him out and, and tell him all the happy hour with Johnny Do sent you. Yep. And, of course, uh, we have our amazing guest star, 
are on on site, I guess you could say, are around <laughs> the world. The street, the man yeah. on the street, Nintendo uh, columnist slash uh, journalist. Which, speaking of man on the street, how cold is it in Chicago right now? It's got to be like just it's, colder than a well it, digger's ass crack right now. It's probably probably in its fifties. Um, because uh, like Saturday it was almost in the sixties, like literally super warm. And today, uh, at the time of this recording, that it rained and got cold, so it's probably like in the forties, fifties. We still don't got no snow. So. You not gotten snow all year? Oh, okay. Mm, uh, we got some. We got some snow. It melted, and then it's just been uh, cold, windy, and rainy. Yeah. Well, Florida. Florida's been uh kind of like uh. I don't know, like in the seventies during the day, maybe eighties. It's been bipolar, man. Yeah. Like it's been super hot, and then, and then cold like you'll at get night. Two days where it'll be like in the sixties, and then it'll go back to being like eight high eighties, mid eighties, and then it'll bounce. You can around. literally have like a forty degree differential, you know? Yeah. Like like this day. weekend, it's actually going to get cold. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, Friday, I think the high is supposed to be sixty eight, and then the rest of the weekend, the high is going to be like. 62, 63 yeah. for the whole weekend. So Which I'm is cold for Florida. Yeah. yeah. So, but yeah. You know, I'm, I'm throwing mad, mad shade, mad anger. <laughs> Y'all like, oh, it's, the, it's the 70s and it's the 80s. I'm just like, I want to be in your weather. <laughs> well, see, I've never even seen snow. Neither so, like, have I. I don't, I don't know. I haven't either. I don't know what that's about, so yep. I couldn't handle that. And my uncle actually used to live in Chicago, so we used to come up, and one year we came up, I want to say it was – after it might have been around Thanksgiving, and it was cold, but it mm-hmm. never it never snowed. And he actually lived, uh, like right off of Lake Michigan. Like you could walk to the to the beach. It was only two blocks away from his little okay. townhouse. And um, uh, it man, I love Chicago. Chicago's a good town. And I know you love it because I've been looking at all night your NHL poster, uh, behind you with the Blackhawks where they're holding the cup and yes. everything. So. Which I are you big into sports games? Do you like sports games, or or what? What's your deal on the sports games? Um, I'm supposed to be still getting NHL 17. <laughs> I haven't picked it up yet. Well, shit, wait um, like four more months. It'll probably be on, be on yeah, EA Access. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. At this point, fuck it. Just go ahead and wait. Yeah. Um, uh, I I don't play a lot of sports games. Um, because I I sports games kind of put me to sleep. And I know last time we was talking, I still love WrestleMania games. I do need to get WWE 17. I want to play that. Um, but I, I just, I don't know. I just don't get into sports games like I should. I, I need to, like I said, I need to get NHL 17. Um, yeah, I I just. Well, don't feel bad, man, because it used to be every year I get mad. And I think this was the first year and probably a few years where I didn't get it because I was like, you know what, man? I buy it. I play it for like two weeks like a madman, and then it just sits on my shelf. And then usually what I'll end up doing is like sometime before the playoffs, I'll trade it in when I can get about 20 bucks for it still because sports games are the only games like I'm like trade, trade, trade because like you're not going to get any money out of them if you wait until later. And nobody wants to really play an old sports game unless it's like a wrestling game. Because, you know, the rosters change and things like that. So, I was like, I'm just not even going to mess with this year. Now, with EA Access, I like it because I haven't played NHL in a minute. And the one you've got behind you, NHL 16, i actually been playing and messing around with. Because it's like, hey, I can play this. It's free. It's fun. You know, if I just want to say, fuck it, I want to play NHL for an hour, I can do that. And not worry about it and not pay the whole 60 bucks for it, you know? Yeah. Um. 
I, I'm, I'm bad at sports games. I'm terrible at sports games. I'd be like, I don't know where to pass it. I don't know who that character is. So I, I'm trying to get into it. So that's why I need to pick it up, uh, NHL 17. I kind of do miss pretty wrestling games. So hopefully I get back into it. Well, don't feel bad. I've had in, uh, WWE 2K17 at my house. And literally, I opened it up the day I got it. I installed it. And that's about all I've done. I haven't done anything else with wow. it since I got it. Because literally, my thing is now, when I buy a game, even if it's Black Friday, I get out the shrink wrap. And because, you know, it takes three hours to download a game on your Xbox One, I go ahead and <laughs> put it true. in there and, like, let it install and then, while I'm watching TV or something. And then I'm like, oh, okay, then I can play it later. Xbox but, needs yeah. to get on the they, – they, hopefully with the Scorpio they'll improve that. But that's one of the major drawbacks for the Xbox One is how long it takes to install a game. Because, like, you'll pop in a PS4 game and it installs in, like, ten minutes. You're done. But you go into the Xbox One and you're, you're sitting there two hours, three hours. So I, I told Johnny this story when I picked him up at work and I brought him home. So he was nice enough to let me borrow his Star Wars Force Unleashed because I was like, man, I ain't played that in a minute. I really can't remember all the story. I want to play it again. So I, I, I borrowed it from him. I put it in my Xbox, literally go down to my parents' house because they live six doors down from me for dinner. Was there for like two hours, <laughs> came back, and the bitch still hadn't installed. And I'm like, son of a bitch. So... Long story short, installed, played it a little bit, brought it back because we're getting it for Games for Gold this month. So I'm like, I'll yeah. just get it for free. So I gave him his copy back. But I'm like, this is a 360 game, a get backwards compatible game, and it took three hours to install. And don't even get me started. Like, Mad Max took, like, two hours. Uh, Gears of War 4 took, like, three hours. Like, you need to get that yeah. fixed for the iterations oh. for the next consoles because that's that's one of the biggest drawbacks is when you get a game, you're not going to play it for three hours once you get it. Like, And it doesn't matter right. about internet speed because, I mean, Deuce and I both have fast internet. Yeah, it's not so the it internet. It's not the internet. Me yeah, too. So it still takes forever to download, the install a game, and it's just like, oh. <laughs> so we switched our, our taping night from Tuesdays to Wednesdays, and Tuesdays it was perfect because that was new release day, so I could go to Best Buy and buy the game. So what I do is I buy the game, we come, we do the show. I come home, I put it in the Xbox, get it start installing, and go to bed. And then the next day, I'd be ready to go. So now I've been doing the same thing, except it's day later on Wednesday. But man, like you're right, it takes so long for it to download. You might as well just put it in, watch TV, go to bed. Yeah, go do, do something, something else. Don't yeah. you know you got to play the you're game. You're not going to play one. it that night. So no. PlayStation Three was kind of the same ordeal. It was so uh, Mass Effect trilogy on PlayStation Three. Took me eight hours to Ooh, download. Damn. Yeah, PlayStation so was the same day. way. Yeah, PlayStation Three was. Yeah. yeah, but PlayStation Four, I don't, I don't know. You pop a game in and it's done in ten minutes. Yeah. Like the full install. I'm just like, man, that's fast. Why? And it's the same exact game. It's well, not I did like that it's the other day because I thought I was gonna screw around and play Metal Gear Solid Five. I put it in. And it was like less than five minutes. Like I put it in there. I went. I went to the bathroom. I got a glass of ice water. Came back. I'm like, I'm gonna sit down and play this. It was ready to go. I was like, okay. So I mean, yeah. like that's one thing that PlayStation Four has. Like when you want to play a game, you're gonna you, you'll you'll play it quick. Like you'll you'll get it downloaded, installed fast, and you're ready to go. Yeah. and that that's one of the big perks for the PlayStation. But I, you know, let's let's kind of talk about the future of Xbox because, you know, we we know the Scorpio is coming out supposedly this year. Right. Uh, and Christmas, I think. Yes. With its six teraflops, <laughs> so a lot's going on with it. What are you guys looking forward to the most out of this? Uh, like, are you guys both upgrading this year to the Scorpio? No. I'm no. not either. I'm probably going to wait. Is, I'm going to wait because I, I was so lucky. Sean gave me such a good deal on his Xbox One, so now I've got one. So I'm like, well, 
supposedly all the games are supposed to work on They're Xbox forwards compatible. One. They'll, so they'll work. Yeah, they'll okay. work. So I'm like, there's no game that's going to come out that won't work. And for me personally, I'm like, until I upgrade my TV and get a 4K TV, there's no reason to get a Scorpio. Because I was kind of thinking the same thing about the PS4. I was like, man, I might want to get one of these PS4 Pros, especially if I get a VR and this and that. And I was like, you know what? Until I get the new big screen TV. Yeah, before you get the 4K get television. 4K television with yeah. the, U, what is it called, UHD or Ultra HDR? A- HDR. Yeah. H- high dynamic range. Well, there, there's HDR. a... Is HDR the new one because there's there's 4K and then there's some other letters. The like other one's H- going away. The yeah. other one's going away. The yeah. other one's getting phased out. It's just okay. going to be the 4K. The, 4K. The, the, this, they have the the uh, the ultimate HD or whatever the yeah. UHD. Yeah. That's going. That's getting phased out. It's okay. just, it's just going to be uh, 4K. Okay. Uh, and but what you're talking about is the, what what are the main differences with 4K video games for yeah. those at home listening? It has uh, HDR, which is high dynamic range, which yeah, means your blacks HDR. are blacker, your whites are wider, so you have a bigger contrast ratio of colors. Uh, not to get too technical, but it it is literally four times, th- four thousand times the amount of pixels. So you're getting really, really rich quality video. But yeah, there's no real reason to jump. I always tell people it's like buy a 4K first and then make the switch to the new console because yeah. it really, yeah. you know. It kind of defeats the purpose of getting, you know, uh, even an S right now because you're like, it, you know, it's like, what's the point of an S if you don't have a 4K television? Because it's yeah, kind of, you know. A buddy of mine did that with his Xbox. He he got an S, but the only reason he got an S is he wanted the Gears of War system. And I'm like, that's fine, man. If you've got a boner for the Gears of War system and that's the one you want, go ahead and get the S. Because I told him, I'm like, if you get the regular Xbox One, I think you'll be able to get it cheaper. He's like, no, I really want the the Gears of War system. So I said, well, do it. Go ahead and get it. You're future-proofed yourself, so when you get a 4K TV, you're ready to go. So, I mean, you're not hurting yourself in any way. And at least with the position I'm in, I'm like, I can get the 4K TV, and then I can upgrade which system I want to upgrade first. So, what what do you think? Uh, Are you waiting until 2018 to get a Scorpio, or are you going to wait even longer? I'm not going to get it at all, because um, they're they're doing... They're now changing their wording for Scorpio. It's kind of going to be almost like PlayStation uh, Pro. Uh, they're now it's just going to upscale to 4K for Scorpio. It's not going to kind of give like true 4K gaming like they normally oh, said. Oh, it's, it's not going to um, be native re- resolution then. Yeah, I mean it's it's still going to do that, but they it's going to kind of be similar to what a PS4 Pro is because they ended up uh, digital the the foundry or develop or develop something. Yeah. Um, they this was doing some research and they were just like the yeah the wording of that 4K thing kind of changed. Um, the it just doesn't do nothing for me. I mean yeah it might make a, the game look better, but it I don't care if your game my game look better, but it's still stuttering or um, the gameplay is still broken. Right. Like you know if it doesn't change if it doesn't if the developers don't make the gameplay better or anything. Just making a game look good doesn't do nothing for me. If I want a game that's looking good, I could go to play Yoshi's Woolly World and be like, y'all look at this. This game, look like, everything, everything looks like it's being made out of yarn. It make it look impressive. Yeah, it looks gorgeous. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, I agree. Well, and the other thing is, and as much as I hate to say this, guys, it's only probably going to be about four more years till they drop a brand new Xbox whatever or the PS5 mm-hmm. or something. So I'm like, why get this upgraded system when, you know... A, Two years, three years later, they're gonna drop whatever the just, new. That's system. why. That's yeah. why you should buy a switch. 
because you know you're going to put money into something that's going to be new and exciting yeah. and different. Well, so that's why my money's going to the Switch because I yep. was like, you know what? At least if I get the Switch, it's going to last, you know, six years. I can use it as a retro box. I can, you know, play these Nintendo games I haven't played in years. Uh, it's fun. You can play it like with people that aren't like hardcore gamers. You can throw in yeah. you know, Smash Brothers. You can throw in Mario Kart, and they'll play it and have a good time. I think it really is a, a good time for if you're wanting to try out the Nintendo brand because, like, I feel like you know if you ha- you if you already have a PS4, or Xbox One, or you're thinking about getting one, sure, get one later. That's fine. Get a 4K television, but like, yeah. you don't have to with a Switch. Switch, you're just gonna buy. It, you pay the 300 bucks, and then buy your game of choice, and you're ready to go. And I feel like that's gonna open up new doors for new fans that have not checked out Nintendo in a long time. So I feel right. like that's like it's your better time investment and money investment to drop money on a Switch than to buy like a PS4 it- Pro right now. And if you're going to own the PS4 Pro or Scorpio, are you one of the people that trade in the games? Because if you are just, if you just got a system to do, to treat your library, uh, to treat your games like it's a library, like it's an actual library where you check a book out and then check the book back in, what's the even point of having a 4K TV or having a Scorpio that you're not going to invest really no games for? You're going to buy, what, three or four games and then trade two of them just to get one more new game? Like, who? Like that doesn't make sense that you spend whatever cost they're going to put, uh, place it and you just trade in games. Like, if you're going to invest in a big 4K TV and you're going to, uh, in a Scorpio and a PlayStation 4 Pro, you have to invest in a library. If you want to, like, if you're not while by the graphics and stuff like that, then what's the point of even buying those systems? Also, you know, well, you also got to think too if you're going to make that investment for the Scorpio and buying a, uh, a 4K television, then you're you're dropping like 1,500 bucks right off the bat. Like that's yeah. a lot of money to drop off, right? You know, instead of you could set instead of that. Thanks, just, Uncle Sam. <laughs> yeah, unless you, Uncle Sam was good to you, but like you know, you if. You might as well just put like the three hundred bucks and go and get a switch and you know get something that's new, exciting, brand new. You, you don't know what's going to happen. Uh, it's going to be exciting, and then and then you're not having to drop the fifteen hundred dollars investment because that's what people keep forgetting. They're like, well, if I get a Scorpio, I'm going to need to get a four K television you know, to really see its full it's potential. The thing, I'm going to wait probably another two years before I get a four K TV because right. I want to I want to be able to walk into Best Buy, get a four K TV with the HDR. And it'd be like get a sixty inch for like eight hundred, nine hundred bucks for like less than a grand. Right. Mm-hmm. And right now, like it costs a grand just to get like a fifty inch or something with the HDR. So I'm like, well, I want to wait until because right now I've got a a fifty five inch flat screen HD as is that's awesome, and I've had it for years and it works like a champ. And I'm like, well, knock on wood, if it doesn't go down anytime soon. Why fucking go drop a grand, you know? Right. So I'm like, well, right. I can wait a year or two, and they'll probably be down to like 800 bucks. Because that's the thing with these TVs. You know, they come out, this like, oh, this is the new hip now, wow. And you give it three or four years, and it gets to where it's a decent price point. So I'm like, well, when I can go in and get a 60-inch or 65-inch for eight, 900 bucks, then I'll do it. But... You well, know, here's the then, here's the know. big thing. 4K is not going anywhere. That's the good news. Yeah, it's the standard. Basically, it's it's now. becoming it's going to become the standard, which is nice because 3D TV was a fad. It went yeah. in and went out, and no yeah. one thinks about 3D television. Which anymore. I'm afraid that PlayStation VR is going to do the same thing. Well, who who knows with VR in general? Yeah. Like, you still have to spend a lot of money for VR. That's another podcast for another episode for another yeah. time. 
But uh, I mean, we, <laughs> another we could, dollar for another day. another dollar for another day. But uh, when are you gonna get a 4K television, Edward? Um, I probably will get one probably at the end of the year. At the end, at of, the end, end of this year. Okay. Yeah, like like because. I, you know, I probably see a Target got a, like a 21 inch one for like maybe 250 or 300. So you're getting then, a smaller you know? one then. Yeah, because I'm just like I don't need a big I don't need a big TV. I the the TV that I got is like 20 20 some inch. It looks perfect for all my games. I could play it, beat the game, and move on. Like I, like oh it, the colors. Yeah. How many people in this world are going to pay attention if they're not really technical about their TVs? Like, you know, and there's people who don't even do their study. Just to be like, oh, that looks pretty, and that's it. Mm -hmm. That's true. Well, also, and just uh, to pull back the curtain a little bit, I guess your TV's in your your room there, like where you're broadcasting Mm -hmm. from. So you don't have a ton of room. Like me, I've got to get a 65-inch because I've got a big living room we got a ton of people that come over for like UFC fights and WWE and stuff like that. So I need a bigger screen TV so everybody can kind of watch it. But with you, if it's just you and you're in your bedroom by yourself, you're right. Like a a 32 inch is like fucking phenomenal. Like that's like king of the world. If you're in a room that size, you know, and it's just you. Yeah, you're right. It it is true. It's all about your viewing angle. Like how far away you're going to be sitting from the television. Yeah. Because that's, that's really what determines what size television you need. I mean, if you're going to be six inches, away from the screen you don't need a 60 inch television no. you know what I mean so I mean unless yeah, you just want to blow your eyeballs out <laughs> yeah. like unless you just want to wear like coke bottle glasses for the rest of your life and plus I'll have my switch so I'll probably be taking it out the dock and just true that's a good point anyway. that's a good point it'd be like oh I got a 50 inch screen TV and it's playing Netflix or Hulu right? yeah well I, that's the thing like with the switch I think one of the things I am going to do with it that I didn't think I'd do it before I think like if I'm watching wrestling or if I got like the hockey game on or a baseball game somewhere I don't have to pay a ton of attention I got a feeling I'm going to sure. pull out the switch and be playing games on the switch and just like keep an eye on the TV and just kind of bouncing back and forth because you know you've got that amazing option with the switch if you got it's got its own little screen and you can just right. play it right there I think that's so. going to be a- off yeah. well it's not really off tv play because it is technically but it's just you're literally bringing the console off the dock so it's it's interesting to see how people will use it because I, I did the same thing with the wii u like when i was i was watching wrestling and i'd, I'd be on my wii u tablet or, or the vita i was playing on my vita while i was watching something or my 2d my 3ds and so it's like I, I did do that a lot more than i thought i would sit on the couch while i was watching yeah. something else and playing something especially if it's something like wrestling or something you don't have to have a lot of time where, or yeah, even football sometimes where you don't have to like watch Focus every on it. single down like I just need to keep an eye on the score, see what my fantasy players are doing. Like, right. I want to be able to hear right. it so I can hear what's going on, but I don't need to, like, see every little nuance, and that's a great time to pop that open. Exactly. So, so yeah. I think what we're all agreeing all agreeing to is don't buy a 4K television at least. Buy a Switch instead. Buy a Switch instead. <laughs> Ask Uncle Sam to give you this a Switch, switch. With, your, uh, with your uh Uncle Sam check. Yep. So, so un- that's yes. what we're all saying. I think, I think we're all in unanimous agreement. Buy a Switch. We're advocating the switch. Don't be a bitch. Buy a switch. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you can send your money to me, Nintendo, at HH Podcast Show on the Twitter machine. Hit me up. You know, it goes down in the DMs. You can hit me up on the DMs, oh and I'll, I'll, I'll sell that to you for cheap. Oh, they'll send you some money. They'll send you some yen. They'll be like, I can't do nothing with this. <laughs> That's hilarious. Just give me a switch. Just send me a switch. That's all I want. Yeah, you know, yeah. you, can, you can take my catchphrase and just send me a switch. We're good. Exactly. 
Wow, it's been another hour of the happy hour, man. Two hours went by like that, right, guys? I mean, yeah. it, I mean, we're it's having a great a time. Day, yeah, it's just so much fun. Um, it's so, we're so happy to have you on again, Edward. Uh, and uh, too long, man. It's been y- too long. Yeah, we got to do this more often, seriously. And I definitely, when the switch switch comes out, I want us all to get on and do an episode of our thoughts when we when we all have it, because that'll be a really fun episode. But how do sure. people find you on the internet? They can find me on Twitter at that retro code. They can find uh, optional opinion on the anonymous radio network SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, and other podcast apps. Um, you can find World One One podcast at shoutsengine.com. Uh, we talk to the developers of AM2R. Um, so do check that out. And Jonathan Holmes, from Destru- uh, former editor of Destructoid. So do check that out also. Uh, shoutsengine.com. Uh, SoundCloud, iTunes, and Google Play. Um, if you subscribe to Optional Opinion on SoundCloud, you will get both podcasts. Um, you can find me, uh, my tw- uh, Twitch page, the Lyrical One, um, D A L Y R I C A L One. Um, if you guys want to frame me on Xbox One, it's the same as the Lyrical One, uh, PSN, it's O Comical, O K A M I C A L. And we do Optional Opinion, all one word and capital letters. Awesome. Thank you so much, Edward, for joining us on the Happy Hour with John Thank C. Deuce. You. you guys have to come on my podcast. We do. We got to yeah, come we, on his yeah, show. You need to let us know, and we'll make it happen. Like, like we can find a night where we can come in studio and do it because we're way overdue. You've done our podcast a ton, and I, I know Johnny's done yours. I haven't done that, so we need to make that we happen. We definitely need to come no, on. No, no, yes, I have. I was on for the Gears of War episode. Because I need to do a Gears of War 4. Which oh, man, Gears of War 4 was the tits. Not that storyline, though. No, the storyline story was... was a little whack, but... I, Dude, it's more Gears of War 4. Like, or Gears of War. Like, I didn't give a shit. Like, they could have been fighting mutant midgets for all I cared. Like, <laughs> yeah. it's Gears of War. I don't give a fuck. Like, yep. they could. it didn't matter what was going on. More Gears of War, I'm in. Yeah, so. Uh, but, yeah, thank you so much for joining us, Edward. It's awesome, as always. I'll have you on. How do people find us on the internet, Deuce? You can find us at HH Podcast Show on the Twitter machine. Also, send us your emails to hhpodcastshow at gmail.com. Also, send us your questions for Buck, the Mega Buck from Retro Game Treasure to hhpodcastshow at gmail.com and put in the subject line, Ask the Buck. We're actually going to be making a field trip very, very soon to the Retro Game Treasure headquarters and checking everything out, maybe shooting some videos, doing some cool stuff. So any questions you want us to ask him, or the Retro Game Treasure crew, just send them to us there. Also, you can find us at facebook.com forward slash happy hour podcast show. Also, you can find older episodes at soundcloud.com forward slash forward slash happy hour podcast. And of course, on the Twitter machine, there's not one, there's not two, but there are three hashtags. Hashtag happy, happy hour podcast. Hashtag HH podcast, podcast show. And hashtag deuce, deuce is on, on the loose. loose. Later. Bye. Peace out, everyone.